0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. And I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. All right, so we are back with Sister Wives, the book. I should formally call it Becoming Sister Wives, the story of an unconventional marriage. Um, We have talked about part one, which was matrimony. Matrimony, yeah. yeah. This is part two, which is sorority. So if you've not listened to the matrimony one, you might want to go back. Yeah. (laughs) Just so you don't get confused. Because we point out, uh, we'll say it again, this book was written in 2012. Yes. It's a while ago, and it was two years after they... Uh, got the show, and Robin came into the family. So the perspective of it is, yeah, um, different, and it's interesting, yeah. and we're learning things. We are. So, of course, just like with all the other chapters, we start off with Mary. So each each chapter is divided by each wife, and they go in order. So Mary, so Mary says that she was excited about being friends with her sister wives. Oh. Um, she was really, and I think that I, my guess would be in this religion that I think they sell this idea of like you and your sister wives, it's going to be like living with your best friends. Right. You know, you're going to be sharing this husband. You're going to be in the celestial kingdom together. It's going to be great. So Mary, like anyone else, just jump right into it and thought like, oh, this is going to be fabulous. Fabulous. So, but she tends to be very reserved and opinionated and has a hard time getting close to women. Um. Well, so <laughs> so you would think that maybe the sister yeah. wife isn't the best for you, Mary. But whatever. Okay. So first she says, and and this is alluded into the last section. Mary and Cody they meet a young woman at church. Maybe this one is the one that was like mm-hmm. they, were I mean, they were courting, but she wasn't eighteen yet. Yeah. So <laughs> so they entered into a courtship, but that didn't work out. They realized it was a crush, not love. A crush. Oh. Yes. And then Janelle enters the picture and Mary very plainly says that she feels relieved that Janelle and Cody weren't a conventionally romantic couple. She didn't feel threatened. Oh, of course not. Yeah. So she pers- she says that she and Cody are wild romantic fun and Janelle and Cody are intellectual and curious. And then uh, apparently Janelle and Cody were going to get married on Mary's birthday oh. originally And Mary wasn't happy about this. And as someone who's experienced this in my own life, I understand you, Mary. I'm with you on this. So then they get married the next day, and I'm like, how (laughs) does that that make better? Better, yeah, yeah. But she found that the reality was much harder than the fantasy, right? (laughs) Which we all kind of knew. Before Cody left uh, for his honeymoon with Janelle, um, Cody gave Mary some mad money Mm -hmm. and said go enjoy yourself, lady and she apparently she said that she was just gonna hang out at a hotel like a motel and sit in her room the whole weekend <laughs> once you do that at home Yeah I was like why aren't you doing this in your own home but she said that uh, yeah but then some people swept her up and she didn't do that what what I some don't know swept her up Oh sorry so she said that I guess her family came around oh. and said don't you know don't sit here and mopo while your right husband now. goes on another honeymoon <laughs> you come with us uh but she thought that that gesture of him giving her money before <laughs> before he left was very sweet so back from so uh Janelle and Cody get back from their honeymoon and then reality hits they really didn't think about how it would be once Janelle was there so Janelle shows up and Mary says that she was very welcoming to Janelle. Hmm. Now Janelle has different ideas, but this comes up there. But, and you talked about this in your chapters, that Mary and Cody were always, they had lots of PDA. They couldn't stop showing affection in front of each other. Hmm. And they were showing it in front of Janelle and that created a lot of problems. And Mary says that she, when they moved into this place, that she offered Janelle the, the main bedroom, like the, she said that she thought she was being nice by giving Janelle and Cody the master bedroom Mm -hmm. and that she would take the other bedroom. But then in Janelle's side, she says that she lived in right. And in yours too, where you were saying, it sounds like Janelle was off in some corner somewhere. So it's a little strange about what was happening, but, um, and one of the stressors was that Cody couldn't acknowledge Janelle as his wife outside Mm -hmm. of church. So that created some problems. And Mary says she's very confrontational and Janelle, not so much. And uh, what happened was that apparently they kept having these issues that, that, and Janelle talks about it a bit more in her section, but that Mary was, you know, don't fold the clothes like this do it like this. Do your dishes this time, put the sponge here, all of this just controlling m- about the yeah. kitchen, the whole kitchen. Yeah. Drawing. And basically micromanaging Janelle. And Mary Mary said, Well, I've always been this confrontational person and I just tell people what I think. And I just assume that Janelle would be the exact same way. And she would tell me exactly what she would think. And that's not Janelle's personality. So Janelle would retreat. And I think eventually she told Cody that she wasn't, um, you know, she wasn't happy. And she she told Cody about the way Mary was treating her and Mary says she felt betrayed um, and at this time Cody's traveling a lot I think this is that salesman job that you tar so he was traveling a lot and Mary and Janelle were home together and it was again not easy at all so then Janelle gets pregnant and of course this is really devastating for Mary because Mary they I think had been married about three years by then and she wasn't getting pregnant kept thinking it was going to happen and uh, and I can imagine for Janelle that it really was, uh, I mean, sorry for Mary, that that really was hard to see. But um, yeah, Janelle gets pregnant and then Cody starts his courtship with Christine. So he was, so Janelle was pregnant with Logan when he started his courtship. Yeah, with because Christine. Christine said, well, in the, yeah, in the last section, Cody said that, when he was, when he married Christine, that's when he had this revelation of like, oh, shit. You know? Yeah. How did I get here? How did I get here? And he said Janelle was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So she was still pregnant when. Yeah. So a lot happened yeah. in that, in that Very pregnancy. Very quickly. Yeah. One thing that Mary pointed out was that when, when Cody went off on his honeymoon with Janelle, he called every day. But when he went off on his honeymoon with Christine, she only got one call the oh, entire wow. time she still remembers that yes so mary felt very threatened by christine because christine was cute and energetic and fun mm-hmm. and that's very and mary felt like that was her role essentially like she was the fun happening cute first wife right and janelle she didn't feel threatened by because is much more you know straightforward and intellectual and she didn't see that romantic love but mary says that she saw love between christine and cody And that really threatened her, that she felt she suddenly felt less important when Cody was engaged to Christine than when he was engaged to Janelle. Interesting. So Christine then decided to live in another house. I guess it was a better situation for them. And I feel like I wrote this down somewhere. I think they were, where were they? I feel like at some point in the beginning of this, they were living in a small three-bedroom mobile home? Well, yeah, they say- Well, this is maybe when I get to the Christine's the Christine's section or or Janelle's, but it seemed like they were living in a teeny tiny little place. They say that on the show, yeah, that they, at one point, all th- all four of them were living in a three-bedroom trailer. So maybe that's why Christine moved out, because like, yeah. she probably moved in there when they first got married, but it was too... Just too small. Yeah. Well, I guess she got a cottage... I think I learned this in Christine's section Mm where she gets this cottage. She was really happy with it. And it was the idea of it was to allow her to her and Cody to get to know each other and Mm -hmm. have this honeymoon. But mind you, he just had that. He's he's still doing that with Janelle. (laughs) Right. They're still (laughs) getting to know each other. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, then Christine gets pregnant. So now Mary is five years into her marriage and Christine gets pregnant, which is really devastating. Um, But when Christine was four months pregnant, Mary finally gets pregnant. And this was one of the things I busted out with my highlighter for the first time since school, because I thought this was very interesting when Mary talked about this. So this is Mary. The only thing that tempered my joy was a little, my joy a little, was knowing that Christine was going to have a hard time with my pregnancy. (laughs) What? Yes. So hold on. I'll go back for a second. Because she finds out she's pregnant. And she says, Cody and I were beside ourselves with happiness. The very thing we'd been hoping for since, for since we got married had finally happened. We were going to have our first child. The only thing that tempered my joy a little was knowing that Christine was going to have a hard time with my pregnancy. She was new in the family and four months pregnant with her first child. And now here I am, here I was pregnant after a five-year struggle. I was carrying a miracle baby well why why does she assume that well I going to be (laughs) (laughs) mad. I know well I didn't blame her for being slightly resentful that I stole her thunder I tried not to dwell on it I was so excited and happy that I finally gotten what I'd always wanted but I just thought it was interesting so Leela's a miracle baby mind you that's what she's saying yeah so that's how she I mean aren't all babies miracles yes that is true (laughs) that's what that's what the Bible says that's what Courtney, if you watch the Kardashians, Courtney Kourt- no. Kardashian says that the Bible says that all children are blessings. Um, and yes, all children are miracles. But I just thought it was very interesting that that's Yeah, she, she she. Yeah, she yeah. sees her child as yeah. special. Yes, beyond everybody else. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, when she and she she's talked about this a lot. She expected to have more kids. When Leon was twelve, uh, Mary miscarried. And um, which was obviously very, very hard. So she then goes on to say that the root of the problems that they had in this marriage was, number one, the living situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And number two, Cody's job. He just traveled around. He just traveled a lot. And it was really, really hard on everybody. Um, and then Janelle moves into her own home. And Janelle does get into sort of what happened in that whole situation Um, And I'll talk about that when I get to Janelle, but I guess she moves out for a while. And then Cody finally finds a job in Utah. And that's when they moved. So he finds a job in Utah where he doesn't have to travel as much, but I think he's still traveling. And that's that house, that polygamous house that they finally get. And she knew, Mary knew that there would be no more kids, but she was so happy to be in this family because she was able to give Leon siblings um, she says that she's the quiet time mom, that because her section of the house wasn't as busy as some of the other sections of the house, the kids would go to her house and to her where she lived, um, her part of the house, because it was quiet hmm. and there weren't any other people around. Um, February 6, 2006, her, Teresa, her younger sister Teresa dies of colon cancer which obviously impacted her life. And um, because she only had one child, she felt really slighted in family decisions. She felt isolated from the family and she really struggled with her identity and happiness. So then she had an aha moment where she decided she wanted to work with at-risk youth. Now, this is the first time I've ever heard of this. So she got this thing where she wanted to start working with at-risk youth. And then she says that now she kind of skips over and she says they're 20 years into the relationship and the marriage is just getting better and better. Things are so good. So what do you do when your marriage is really good? You get another sister wife. (laughs) And she said that the marriage was going so well that when they uh, met... Reba's cousin Robin it was just like well let's bring her on in Um, Hmm. so here this is what she says about that this is what Mary says about Robin I just felt drawn to her in a way that satisfied me I wanted her as a friend and I had a clear vision of her in our lives Janelle and Christine had not yet met her so this little relationship between Cody Robin and me felt special hmm Mm Mm-hmm. At first, the three of us had a wonderful friendship, but when the time came for Robin to start exploring her relationship with Cody on a deeper and more personal level, things became difficult for me. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> what did you think I was going to? Yeah, Mary. that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, so it really and it made me kind of think. I don't, I don't want to speak out of turn here, but it, I don't think Mary's a very good friend. Do you know what I mean? Because I get the sense that she met Robin and connected with Robin and really liked her and obviously Cody liked her. And I think that Mary really liked the idea of we're ooh, Cody and I are in this together. Right. Doing their it's little things, secret. their little their little secret, their little project that makes her feel closer to Cody. Mm-hmm. Right. That makes her feel special. And with the intention that it would be a sister wife and they couldn't just all be friends, God forbid. Mm-hmm. Um and I think then she sees that the two of them are, you know, courting. They're getting along. There's a connection there. And they're trying to develop their relationship. And then, and it seems like she just got mad at Robin overnight about that. Robin talks about this, too. Mm-hmm. But it, it, she went from hot to cold. Well, and also, quick, I would imagine from the other stuff I've read, because Christine and Janelle were always um, worked together, you mm-hmm. know, because they had, but they each had six kids with the, around the same ages they took care of each other's kids they like shopped together yeah they coordinated they would have like you know um christine would cook dinner for all of Mm -hmm. her kids so they had the symbiotic kind of relationship where they worked together and mary probably felt left out yeah and so so she had to seek out a a new friend slash sister wife and when i was watching the first episodes of the show it seemed very much like that mary very much was like it looked like Mary was looking for a friend and like she needed, she needed someone in her corner and she had that in Robin. But when they started courting, everything fell apart for Mary mm-hmm. and it's a little bit of like, okay, maybe that's a you problem, Mary. <laughs> yeah. So she said she went from joyful to lonely and then it was the lowest point of her marriage. She and Cody were hanging on by a thread. And before they, he even marries for a little Yeah, that's what she says. It's so weird. It's just so weird. So then the two of them go to a couples counselor to work on their marriage. And they say it's a great experience. And that actually makes, um, uh, let's see. Yes. Meeting with this marriage counselor only strengthened my commitment to getting my own license as a therapist so that I could use my experience in a polygamous family to help other polygamists who are struggling with themselves, their spouses, or their sister wives. So apparently she wanted to be a therapist. For polygamists. For polygamists. (laughs) But first at-risk youth, then polygamists, and then we never hear about it again. Wow. Um, Yeah. So then, and then at this, then Robin joins the therapy with them (laughs) to work out the relationship. It is so so bizarre, so bizarre. I I, I, I'm surprised with that because on TV, you know, on the show, they always made it seem like, you know, before, during, after the marriage, until maybe more recently, they were even recently like they're just you know close. I don't know what Marion, Marion, no Marion, oh Marion, Robin. Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was definitely a through line in the series, like. They definitely talk about how close Mary and Robin are in the series, but they don't get into the fact that that um, Mary was not happy. Jealous. Jealous. Yeah. Um So, and then she just talks a bit more about, right, like just about being in these sister wives and sort of a lot of the things that people know that, you know, you gotta work on your jealousy and it takes a lot to be with a sister wife. There was no no juicy, gossip or anything in here that i thought was willing to like i wanted to write down um but you know this is such a beautiful principle and this is what we're engaged in and um many times that when it was cody's night at her house robin and her kids would spend the evening with them visiting or watching tv or laughing at her little girls as they sang karaoke I've never had to ask her to give Cody and me space. She is so sensitive and aware of what I need that she's always a step ahead. So a lot of what Mary's saying is she talks about how sensitive Robin is, how aware she is, um, and uh, how happy she is to have her in her life. Um, And then she just kind of gets into, there really isn't more to that. That's kind of the Mary chapter. Mm -hmm. That's Mary's perception of things. So now we're on to Janelle. And Janelle says that she was enchanted by polygamy, um, and she also got a lot of her identity through work. And so you've already talked about this, but essentially, what happens is is that Cody and Janelle know each other because they're siblings. <laughs> <laughs> they court, they get married very quickly, and. Um, Janelle says that she, she marries Cody and then she moves into the guest bedroom. Mary says master bedroom. And she says that Janelle says that we went from cordial to frosty overnight. Oh. Yeah, because um, they were the three of them. They were friends. Yeah. Yeah. We we're all friends. Mary Janelle says Mary is overbearing. She has an overbearing personality. Mary made it clear that Janelle was disrupting her household. <laughs> And this is when I saw, this is it, this this is when Janelle mentions that they were living in a small three-bedroom mobile home at the time. Can you imagine how tight those quarters must be? And that she really needed some physical distance. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is one thing I never knew. that She was studying Native American arts and crafts, wild plant herbology. Yeah, she's very... Um outdoorsy. Yeah. Yeah. Into nature and Native American culture and history. Yeah. So she spent a lot of time at the family ranch. Mm-hmm. And I think that this time when they're in this three bedroom mobile home, she was like, oh God, you know, I think she was in her mom, of course, was at the ranch because mm-hmm. she's married to Win. So I think she, she would go to the ranch a lot to get some space from everyone. And this one, I thought that was very interesting. So during this time, You know, she said, Mary, when Cody's traveling all the time, Mary and I are stuck at home with our disagreements far too often in the first years after I joined the family. We rarely spoke to each other, but we tolerated each other. We were like roommates who didn't get along, but managed to live together all the same. This was not the celestial plural marriage I'd imagined. It was uncomfortable and disheartening. This this is good. Often, Cody would take Mary with him when he would work out of state, which made me very resentful of her i couldn't just take off from work as she seemed to be able to but when mary didn't work she didn't get paid i thought it was extremely flaky to blow off work for fun like that especially when we were so broke yeah i mean that you just said it yeah yeah i would be resentful too yeah sucks yeah so and then that's one of the things when we talk about the money stuff is is that I think that Mary and Christine had these jobs that were part-time and didn't pay very well. And I think Janelle, obviously Janelle and Cody's, their incomes were sustaining them. And she had like a job job. And I would be so pissed if you were all living paycheck to paycheck and there was no money. And then all of a sudden Mary's like, well, I'm not going to go to work for the next. Yeah. I'm going to go on this road trip. So that, you know, two or three hundred dollars for this or that or whatever that your kids need yeah um, it's very disrespectful yeah. it's very disrespectful and i think that this is we see this when they move to vegas and mary has to have that wet bar and just of the huge huge house yeah. and you know and even the rental homes that they had that was mm-hmm. the other thing they were all looking at rental homes apparently they found a rental home for mary that was close to everyone else it was just a small two-bedroom one but it was kind of crappy yes yeah, she wanted a big house yes she wanted an it she wanted a bigger nicer house and so i i do know that this is this is I know this is something Janelle probably is, just burns her up inside. It would kill me too. Um, And so during these times, she was, when they were off together, I think it was, right? When they were off together, there was a time where Janelle was, uh, yeah. um, Her So she moved from Powell to Powell from Utah to marry Cody. And she left all of her friends and family behind. And that really, it it also very much alienated her because she was LDS. Janelle. Janelle during this time. So what was happening was that there were times that her family would like stage these, you know, small interventions Mm -hmm. to reconvert me as they saw it (laughs) or save me. When I was eight months pregnant with Logan, Cody, Christine, and I visited Salt Lake. Um, I took the opportunity to see some of my relatives. Cody and Christine had dropped me off with my relative's house, oh. so I was without a car until they return. And so her family took that time to basically being captive to tell her that, you know, you this is terrible, this is bad, you shouldn't be doing this. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, it is. Okay. But she felt this pull for the faith and it had to be strong. Um, so then she gets pregnant with Logan Um, which let's see I knew that it would be uncomfortable telling Mary that I was pregnant she had been unable to conceive after three years of marriage however I have to say that I didn't care how she felt about my news if it upset her so be it these were things were incredibly tough in our relationship so her feelings were of little importance to me at that moment wow I was just like Uh, So then Christine joins the family a few months before Logan uh, appears. And, okay. So just before, I think that Cody and, uh, I think it's like Cody and Mary go off on a trip and she's working and her hormones are off the chain. Cody had taken a new job logging on a mountain and I was upset to learn that he was again taking Mary with him. Mary took advantage of the situation to be exceptionally brutal. One of my friends and I had experimented with makeup. As I was crying that I felt like I was being left behind, Mary began to ridicule the makeup I was wearing. This was the final straw after, after, an, after all the passive aggressive behavior and snide remarks I had been dealing with for so many months. I completely lost it. I felt as if I was on the verge of a complete nervous breakdown. Cody was on his way out the door when I stopped him. There were tears running down my face. I just need to know that you love me, I said. So this obviously is one of the many things that they've been, you know, that share that sure, her hormones are raging. Mary, of course, is maybe leaving or, or she was going to be there. And she just started making fun of Janelle and Janelle lost it. So that was enough for Janelle at that moment in time but things get uh, things get worse. (laughs) (laughs) So then Christine enters the picture Um, she said very at first Christine came across as something of a little princess but she felt like she was a little basically she felt like she was naive she was naive and all flowers and ah, you know Christine and and she said initially that graded on me but I think that Despite my minor misgivings, Christine was a boon to our family. Almost overnight, the atmosphere of the house changed. And as Cody likes to say, Christine saved our bacon. Mm -hmm. So very different of all the sacrifices that you had to make. That you're rewriting history here, Cody. After a few months, Christine and Mary developed a camaraderie that allowed Mary to forget her grievances against me. I was able to take care of my baby and continue working while Christine got her own apartment a few months after she and Cody were married. I still lived in the house like a roommate, but a lot of Mary's energy, both positive, both negative and positive, had been diverted to Christine. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And that's when I wrote down this little note. Is Mary a good friend? You know, because that it just seemed a little bit like mm. you got Janelle. You two don't get along. You're not treating her very well. And then a new wife comes in and you are like, OK, bye, Janelle. I'm not going to. Care about you much oh, anymore. Mary. Now I'm moving on to Christine, terrible friend. She yeah, she's a lovely. good friend. Um, so this, at this point, all three wives have one child, and things are getting better. Um, and then Janelle gets into the benefits of plural marriage and how wonderful it is. So life gets to be a little bit better, essentially, because they are all raising their children together and a greater sense of camaraderie sprung out of our raising our children together. Becoming parents as one family became the most essential part of our lives and the most defining traits of our family life. Um, And she says that when Christine and Mary first had their children, that they understood, they understood Janelle a little bit more because Janelle was the first wife to get pregnant, that You know, Janelle said she was tired a lot and Mary and Christine didn't quite understand why. (laughs) And, you know, and complaining about, you know, trivial things or complaining about not having time to shower. I think they finally got it. They got that um, that's what, you know, what it means to be a parent. And she just said it was a good time, that she loved co-parenting the kids. She was able to work while Mary and Christine homeschooled the children um, when they weren't sent to the church school and she just felt safe and secure knowing that her kids were being raised and and being cared for and, and one of the things that she said that her coworkers really didn't even know what she did for a living or sorry they didn't know they obviously know what she did for a living but they didn't know about her, her home life they knew she was married with children but anytime she had to work late or she had to you know big projects coming due most most everybody else who had a family was like, oh God, let me get a babysitter. Let me do this. Let me do that. And she was always like, oh, I can handle it. No problem. But she couldn't tell them why, why, mm-hmm. but she was very, very grateful. She was very grateful that she was able to work and that's what she really enjoys doing. So her being able to work and still have a family made her feel, and that's, that's rare for a woman, right? To have that. Yeah. that built in childcare? Thank yeah. God, that's huge. And yeah, that's always like the, the hardest thing for a working parent is the whole childcare situation. Yeah. So, yeah, you could go a lot farther in your career if you don't have to worry about that. So things are good for a while, but, um, and she said that about five years into the marriage, after Christine had joined the family, uh, things had settled down. Cody began to mature emotionally. <laughs> How many years later? <laughs> um She says this change had a lot to do with the fact that Cody started taking charge of his own decisions. When Cody was new to polygamy, he often sought the counsel of elders who had grown up in the faith and now had plural families of their own. Among those he turned to for guidance were the members of Mary's family. Obviously learning from those familiar with the faith and principle was crucial to Cody's development. However, no two families or situations are alike. And this is what I wondered about this and I could be wrong, but if Cody in those early years is going to Mary's family for advice, I wonder if Janelle felt like they were siding with Mary in those early yeah. years. It just, yeah. it seemed a little bit like, well, that doesn't seem particularly fair. If you're taking all of your cues from Mary's family. Yeah, versus Janelle's family. And maybe, listen, maybe when he went to Wyoming with the at the um, ranch... The, you know, Janelle's mother was giving him, giving her advice, but it just seemed, I don't know, that just stuck out in my mind. I was like, I wonder what was going on there. But then she said, you know, money was tight. After Gabe was born, she got into a really bad postpartum depression. Um, and she had a lot of children all at once, mm-hmm. you know. So during the eighth year of our marriage, I gave birth to my fifth child, Gabriel. Afterwards, I sank into a horrible postpartum depression. I felt overwhelmed by having so many children in quick succession and felt seriously depressed at our lack of financial means. I knew I was miserable, but had no idea how to fix the situation. Mm. I also had a particularly nasty fight with Mary, of course, (laughs) one of the worst we'd ever have. I was at my breaking point. I couldn't see my way out of my depression. I told Cody I was leaving. That night, I got in the car and drove to my mother's house. The next morning, Cody picked me up to run errands with him. While we were driving, he nonchalantly asked me, So, are you better now? <laughs> His failure to understand how low I was was like a slap in the face. <laughs> so she, she said after that moment in time, she leaves. She just mm-hmm. she decides to leave. She takes all the kids. So she's got five kids at the Simo. Wow. Takes all the kids. She gets her own place. And she says she does something again. I don't know how she was caring for the children. She get she does something that, um, she does something that she's always wanted to do. She goes back and gets a degree in accounting and it really helped her. It helped her see herself as separate from the family, like her identity outside of that. Um, yeah if she's working and going back to school who yeah who she care of yeah her. it was so well, her she, mom maybe they yeah. well, she was she went to stay with her mom and then she had a good she said my job paid a decent salary allowed her to buy a better car in addition to my own home I started to build a life for myself apart from the sisterhood what i wonder about that is maybe she was like you know what i'm taking my high paying job and my salary and i'm going and over and here. I'm it and i'm keeping it yeah. and like finally she's getting in doing things on her own cuz I can imagine she would be so... My guess would be that she worked really hard for the money. She's a bit of a saver. She's a planner. I bet you anything Mary would go in there and just spend a bunch of money. Oh, yeah. Ridiculously. Or Christine would, and it would just drive her nuts. Or Cody. Cody's also... Well, and what were... They must have been in a pickle. Like, if Janelle left and she took her income with her... Yeah. How were they surviving? So, she doesn't really get into that, but... She did say she saw the family a lot. She did see them, but she said the separation was good. And she was away for two years. Wow. I mean, that was a long time. And that's a long time, too. Like, Logan never talks about Logan must have been, I don't know, like, seven, eight. You know, and he moves with his mom. It's so odd. We never hear anything from Logan. Yeah. I mean, as soon as he turned 18 and got out of that house, we like barely ever saw him again. Yeah, so two years after I'd established myself in my own house, Cody told me that he was moving the family to Utah. He had found a job for which he wouldn't have to travel. He would be home with his kids every night. Okay, I told him, see you later. (laughs) She basically was like, no way am I going to give up peace and independence. She had a great job. And then when she was, you know, but she also said, I miss the family. I miss them. I miss, you know, being close together. And around this time, Cody said, hey, you know, we're going to Utah. I found a house. It's a polygamous house, three separate quarters. This is the house in Lehigh. Lehi. And this is what convinced her to move to Utah, mm-hmm. which I was kind of surprised. There was such conviction to leave. And then I was like, okay, I'll come back. But I, I, my guess would be, is the, the sense I get is, is that during that time, it was almost like they were still this family, but Janelle was living out on her own farther away. But maybe the kids still went to yeah, that she same church, or church might have dropped the kids off at with Christine every day. On, mm-hmm. Yeah, to work. But I don't understand. But if she had moved, maybe wait, was it? Why? I mean, she must have lived in a, in the town close to them. So probably, yeah. I don't know. They they don't. She doesn't really get into the logistics of all of this. But she said that it was an important time in her life because she started to feel more comfortable with herself. Life was good. She was learning how to get along, and um. And so they're in Lehigh. Things are happy. Um, One of the things I had to work on once I moved into the big house with my sister wives was not falling into the pitfall of comparing my relationship with Cody to theirs. Comparison is the death of plural marriage. It leads to debilitating unhappiness. For instance, if I see that one of my sister wives has apples, my instinct is to say I want apples, even if what I really want is oranges. What? Can you believe I was like what apples and oranges now what wow. oh, whoa my mind is blown <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god So uh, so obviously comparing apples and oranges is not, is not an original idea no, not an original thought not an original thought but I thought that was very It's just so interesting. ironic anyone when- who doesn't know what we're talking about in the very final uh tell-all one-on-one episode of season seventeen. Robin makes a similar yes uh, analogy talking about if a sister wife has an apple and another sister wife has an orange, why do you want my orange? You have an apple. Yes. So <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, ooh, I got to highlight that sucker. That was so good. Wow. Um. So we're si- she's sixteen years into the marriage. Life is good. Again, life is good with Mary. Life is good with Janelle. Now is she back in Utah? Now? Yes. Okay. She is in. Sorry, she is in Utah. She is. uh, She's in Utah. They're all in this big house. They're trucking along. Life is good. So Mary's marriage is good. Janelle's marriage is good. So what do you do? You bring in another sister wife. (laughs) Yeah, this is a common theme. Yes. So Cody and Robin's courtship coincided with a huge development in our lives. After careful consideration and endless family discussions, we decided to participate in a reality TV show about our family. So I was completely fine with Robin and Cody's courtship. It wasn't until after they got married that I started to struggle. It's hard to reconfigure your life, your needs and your children's needs with a new wife in the picture. And then she talks about how her mother talks about the spoke and the wheel and you got to move all around. Um, and... uh So she also alludes to, which I think is very interesting, is she says that there are some parenting differences between the way they raise their children and the way Robin raised her children. And I think this is a bit of what Peyton was saying in that John Yates um, three-hour talk was that, you know, Peyton made very many uh, comments about the fact that Robin was, you know, A little bit more tied to her children and doted on her children Mm -hmm. a lot more and all the other brown kids are much more like you fell down and pick pick yourself up let's go um let's see so yeah she says robin coddles her children more (laughs) which is certainly understandable given their previously tumultuous home life um so we are learning from her and she's learning from us Uh, But one thing that uh, Janelle does say is that these days it is often Robin who takes the lead in our family discussions, which is very different than the last tell-all where Janelle said, ugh, I hate Counselor Robin, you know? (laughs) So I think in the beginning of the family, she really enjoyed maybe Counselor Robin. Worth (laughs) her thin. Yeah, even though Robin brought so much to our family during the first few months after she married Cody, I felt as if I was wearing shoes on the wrong feet. Our rhythm was disrupted and I'm afraid we all were a little brutal on her." Mm. So she basically said like, she went out of her way to be nice. She was giving gifts, she was doing this. Um, Regardless of Robin's efforts during the first year, I was unwilling to accept her offers. I was settled in my ways and not open to anything new. Despite my spiritual witness, I found myself kicking and kicking against opening myself up to Robin. I was certain that she and Cody were destined to be together and that she was an essential part of her family. But I found myself unwilling to make the effort to build a bridge between us. Well, I was like, "Wow, I didn't realize because I didn't see that in the um, I didn't see that in the show. Well, so saw, much? I but was literally deserved. Yeah, I saw it a little bit. I felt when they f- had to flee to Las Vegas. Yes, and they were in those rental homes even before they got into the rental homes. Remember, they were all in this one rental home. For about a month or so. Yes, 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 yeah. During that time, Janelle looked really just uh, pissed off, mm-hmm. upset. Like, what the fuck has happened here? This is because well, money-wise, right? Money was yeah. really financially, tight. and I think she was probably thinking, you know what? Why did we even do any of this? Yeah. Why did we do the show? Why did we? Why did we, we bring in more people into our family? We can't even afford, you know, to take care of the people that we have. I could really see that just by the look on her face and she never said anything necessarily but you could just you could see it. Well yeah and so she doesn't get into this because she kind of talks about the Robin showing up as being like Mary and and Cody tell her that this is what's happened and let's meet this person and let's go and I am really surprised that uh, Janelle did not sit down with Cody and say listen yeah. we cannot financially do this You're, you're this is crazy but Cody so this is interesting this is almost the end of the chapter so uh, she finally lets Robin in she's so happy you know Robin possesses amazing amounts of emotional maturity things were good you know life was good and and she does talk about her and Cody that after so many years of marriage instead you know they acted as business partners and that they really needed to work on their sweeter side of their marriage Um, and that's what they did okay so this is what she says at the end Uh This is the beauty of the principle. It demands that you never stop working on yourself in order to be the best person you can be on this earth. There is no room for complacency. Naturally, there were bad days. There are times when I've said to my sister wives in the middle of a fight, I would never be friends with you ever. If it were even possible, I'd hate you. So I just, but then she says, but I don't hate them at all. You don't pick your sisters. Sometimes you get along with your sisters and sometimes you want to kill them. But deep down, you always love them, always. I'm just saying, you and I have had some fights. I don't think I ever said, oh, you know, that seems harsh. That does seem harsh. I would never be friends with you, ever. If it were possible, I'd hate you, which I don't quite understand. You can, you don't need to be. You can hate. You can (laughs) hate the person, whether they're your sister or sister wife, friend, no matter what. And I was really surprised because I cannot see Janelle doing that. But maybe this is what Janelle wants to say to Mary (laughs) yeah wow yeah intense huh that is intense all right so now we're on to christine okay christine um so she does admit you know the beginning of the relationship was really really tough she didn't know cody very well um she obviously knew about plural marriage always wanted to be the third wife we all know that um she said but when i married cody i ignored any potential problems um and she, like, just like Janelle, probably Janelle was the most realistic, but just like Mary, Christine went into this with like, oh, sister wives, and this is going to be great, and I'm going to be the third wife, and I've thought about this clearly, and then getting in there and realizing that it was a lot, she uh, lived in that cottage for the first three months, um, and she was living in, uh, she was living in this cottage by herself, she gets pregnant pretty, three months into her marriage with Cody, she gets pregnant with Aspen, and she is alone in this little place. And essentially, what did she say? Okay. She said that the highlight was Logan, was that Janelle went back to work when Logan was born. And so she looked after Logan, which was a joy and delight. I love mothering him. It was the highlight of that first difficult year. Cody likes to say that I was instrumental in C- Logan's first year. Since Mary and Janelle were still struggling with each other, I was able to bring joy into this world. Um, I created sort of a truce between my sister wives and the house became more peaceful and loving for Logan. Mary provide constructive discipline. Wow. Janelle, a safe and comfortable place. And despite my own problems, I showed him as much happiness and joy as I could. He was a baby. How do you dis- show constructive discipline? So essentially, Janelle paid the bills. Janelle, you know, made sure that everything got paid and went to work and was his mom. She she was fun and joy and love. And Mary was constructive discipline. So that's why I'm saying when we were talking about Mary and what Payton was saying in that interview, like these things that you can start to see, they're dripping out of of this very politically correct way of saying constructive discipline. I mean, for what a one-year-old, two-year-old, however What he's first year of his life, we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. What sort of discipline, do you need to? Uh, a yeah, baby. there's no discipline with a baby. You're right. I, the more I'm like, yeah, the first year of life. What are they doing? They're just like learning yeah. to find their hands, and yeah. feet, and stuff. I mean, it's like yeah, oh, discovering their feet is all thing. Well, th- this does come up li- in the next section of the book, which we'll talk about on another episode, where apparently I think that. You know, um, Mary, when Logan was learning to crawl, learning to walk, you know how babies are, they they get into things, they mm-hmm. climb on things. Apparently that just drove Mary bananas mm. and she wouldn't let Logan climb on the couch or get into the cupboards or the pots and pans. Yeah, um, She's just very, you know, uptight. Well, she said while she, um, but during that time, she really loved taking care of, Logan, but she was really down in the dumps, right? She lost sight of who she was. She she was, she said she was pregnant. She was in Wyoming. It was bleak. It was cold. She has, she has this, this friend calls her and basically calls her on it and says, you don't seem like yourself. And she's like, you know what? You're right. I really need to work on myself. And she had a bit of an aha moment and she really worked on getting back to herself. And then they moved to Utah um, a year later. And they have their second child together, which is McKelty. Um, They go on, I guess they go on this road trip to Nauvoo, Illinois. Um, Just Christine and Cody and Aspen and McKelty. Mm -hmm. And she said it was kind of a comical trip because they kept breaking down, running out of gas, like having, you know, two little girls trying to keep them entertained on this long car ride there. But she said it was when they really bonded. She felt like they really got through, she and Cody, a lot together in that world. And it's, she feels like that was much deeper than their own honeymoon or anything else, that things really um, came together for them. So she said for 15 years, she was devoted to the family, devoted. She took maternal role. Things were good until they weren't. Um, so she said life was good, that she, the the three wives, she was the third wife. She and Mary shared a lot of the same common interests like cooking and crafts. They enjoyed doing the food. Everyone had their role. Life was good. Um, and then they go on that trip together. She, she loves Cody, but this deepened the relationship. So here we go. Now things, and then things were good until they weren't. So. About a year before I became pregnant with Truly, I had a devastating argument with Mary. For a while, I'd been feeling that she was too tough on my kids. While I understand that all children need discipline, I often felt that she went too far when it came to my children. It seemed to me that she was taking her frustration out on my kids in particular. As a result of this, many of them were wary of her and were afraid to cross her accidentally. Dun, dun, dun. So she says that I let the situation go on too long and I let my emotions well up. Instead of talking to Mary calmly and explaining what I'd observed her doing and how she might fix her behavior, I exploded. I yelled and screamed and told her to stop talking to my kids and stop interfering in their lives. Since I'm afraid of confrontation, I always allow stuff to build up until it's too late. So instead of trying to work it out with Mary, I just shut her out. Um, this argument shattered my world and made me realize that I have always had superf- superficial relationships with people. And then she kind of talks about, you know, she always tries to put on a brave face and um and she this fight made me realize that I'd never honestly opened up to Mary and Janelle, but I had forged our friendships out of a need to cement the sister wife ideal I'd envisioned. Mm-hmm. That was really interesting. Yeah. So she said in terms of her and Mary, we maintained a level of oh God, cordial cor- you say it. Cordial. It's cordial cord is it it's cordial with ity cordiality cordiality i've never heard it that word they were they made so, the like, cordial relationship yeah but the warmth was gone to this day we are still working on becoming closer again yeah. i was i thought that was really yeah and we know that later on uh because this is only this is a long time ago later on she she said she just she didn't feel safe. She drew a line in the sand with yeah. Mary and she just basically just... How do you how did she put it? Ended her relationship with her. Yeah. Any kind of person, anything more than just surface. Yeah. Yeah. So this does back up what Peyton was saying. I mean, obviously it was there. So after a year after that argument, we met Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and even though I welcomed her into my family, it shook my foundation and left me unsure of whether I could trust Cody's commitment to our marriage. I had grown used to being the last wife. I loved being the last wife. Cody and I had a tremendous relationship. She goes in. She was my best friend and my confidant. And she felt so great in the marriage. Things were... I mean, again, just like with Janelle and Mary, life was good. They were figuring it out. I was entirely secure and at peace regarding my marriage and my importance in Cody's world. Jealousy had simply never, ever been a part of my life. But when a fourth woman entered the picture, this changed. Very telling. Well... Um. let's see so she gives let's see what else Um. She, she does say that she feels like she owes Robin an apology in many ways I betrayed her before she and Cody were courting I was really enthusiastic about her and wanted her to love our family and to love me and again I think she saw the two of them together and it just you know it, she became jealous which is very normal human emotion right. That's the one thing about this religion is it's sort of like, again, it's, you know, don't have feelings. Like you have this strong feeling, this jealousy, this whatever it is, and it's just immediately don't have that feeling. Don't have that feeling. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Um, as if it's wrong to have these things going on. All right. However, oh, i sure that you know, okay. However, when she and Cody courted and married... So this is Robin. um, Sorry, this this is Christine's section. But she says, However, when she and Cody courted and married, I was no longer the sweet person Robin first met. The loving sister wife I'd initially promised her disappeared. I felt guilty for offering something to Robin I couldn't provide. I felt as if I lied to her. If I did, it was through no fault of Robin's, but entirely due to my own problems. So again... She's owning her crapola here, right? Very, you know, 10 years ago before Cody started yelling and screaming. So she talks about the, they, you know, Robin comes in, TLC. um, She's pregnant with Trudy. Truly. Truly. Sorry. (laughs) She's pregnant with Truly. Um, During Robin and Cody's courtship, it was evident to me how wonderful she and Cody were together and how much in love they were. I felt abandoned by my best friend, and as if once more, I lost my identity. I couldn't see myself as Cody's wife. Instead, I felt inconsequential, as if I had been pushed to the side. It's a horrible feeling when you let someone in, allow him to become the most important person in your world, and then he replaces you. Mm. When this happened, I began to demand more of Cody, which was hard for him. Um, So... During that period, I was taking out all of my unhappiness and insecurity out on Cody during this time. She did have, when she had Truly, she did have postpartum depression Mm -hmm. after that. And she talks about that. Um, But she just felt like she wasn't getting enough from Cody. And I think this is maybe where when Robin entered the picture, Christine saw how much they loved each other. That made her feel insecure. So the more that happened, the more she was reaching for Cody and wanting to have more of a relationship with him. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's, that's when Cody maybe started to feel like you're demanding too much of me. Right. Like Like up until this point, we were okay with whatever we had and now you're demanding more. Yeah, exactly. Um, Although Cody is a stronger man than he's ever been and grows more and more reliable every day. I feel a lack of stability in our own relationship that's kind of how she ends this is you know she talks about her own insecurities in comparison and she says I know these struggles are temporary but um you know it's hard I know and that's what you know that's what gets me about this religion is that you're yeah you're asking women to suppress a very natural emotion yes but the men never have to no contend with that or deal with that and they're just expected, because men have the same emotions, mm-hmm. and they're just expected to have to deal with it and put up with it and have it diminish the quality of their life. Yeah, it's such bullshit. It is. I mean, God, brother husbands, the vulgarity. The vulgarity. Although, I have to say, that I saw an ad. There is a show coming out. Oh, I I think it may, is it TLC. They are promoting a show. It's called Brother Has. Oh, we got to get up on that. Yes, and it's it's <laughs> it's just it's this. Um, it is yes, it's, it's it's women who have more than one husband. We need to check that. Yeah, out. we got to check that out. All right, all right. Final final section here, people. Oof, sorry. I know this is a journey, Robin. So Robin's thing is shorter, but she goes right in. She starts off her section by saying, "When Cody and I got engaged." So she goes, goes right into that um uh he really she she says that when they first got engaged cody wanted to have a real big wedding Mm -hmm. because polygamists tend to marry often because they marry so much they make their weddings really um small but cody swore that when he and i married it was going to be a big deal um so then she gets right into the production team the show's producer Tim Gibbons sold a pilot to TLC. TLC was going to help us pay for our wedding. Uh, of course. I knew that having a big ceremony meant the world to Cody, so I cons- so I consented. So she just dr- goes in and describes a bit about what was happening. She's in St. Uh, Saint George. They're this, you know, she's courting with Cody. Um, they want to have a big wedding. I don't remember when the two of them first met, but she wanted to have a wedding in December but they couldn't get married in December, partially because it's the kids and the holidays, But um, and she didn't want the event to eclipse the children's Christmases, but getting married in January was also out of the question as it was Mary's birthday, Janelle's anniversary, and my son Dayton's (laughs) birthday, February 2, posed similar problems. And so then they get this deal with TLC. TLC is willing to do that, and suddenly um, they wanted to, she said that they wanted to... Open the show with the wedding they wanted the wedding to be the the opener that of the show have made any sense yeah and what she was what Robin says she was worried about that this wouldn't be all the focus would be on her that the show and the family would be centered around um, since the goal of the show was to exhibit the wonderful and wild brown family beginning with my story just didn't make sense. It would have been too hurtful to those who built this family from the ground up so they give some credit to robin for yeah having some awareness (laughs) yeah but what that meant was that they would have to if they weren't going to open the show the tlc show with the wedding that they were going to have to you know live their lives Mm -hmm. and so that meant that once again they had to push back the wedding um so now my courtship would be extremely drawn out mind you it would be like nine months versus versus two (laughs) weeks (laughs) which is the normal courtship yeah (laughs) When I was beginning to plan the wedding, okay, so when I was beginning to plan the wedding, Cody made a large commission on a sign he'd been trying to sell for agents. <laughs> <I was laughs> hearing about this. <laughs> Is that the talk- Taco can- Cantina? Fiesta Cantina. The yes, it's Cantina sign we use this money in my tax return to help me and my kids move into my own apartment in lehigh so i think basically oh, so that big paycheck well, went all to uh yes to robin now janelle's fuming in the court. oh like she you knows just, just because that tlc money i'm sure would go a long way but they're going to spend it well tlc it's probably it's conditional with tlc they they see doesn't pay a lot and especially in the first seasons you know I, I bet you they got paid like you know $10,000 or something for that reason. Yeah, well, and which makes sense, but I guess, I mean, if TLC was going to pay for it, I understand that, but right, Janelle was probably pissed that all that money yeah. the, is going. So she moves, we all see this on the show, she moves to Lehigh um, and then so she gets into oh, she oh, she also talks about this too because the the, the house in lehigh was only for designed for three families Mm -hmm. she moved into her own apartment she says i know a lot of people probably misinterpreted the fact that i was given my own house as me getting preferential treatment oh but that was not the case at all this was the decision Mm -hmm. um and then she gets into the wedding dress remember the wedding dress controversy she says my sister wives and i even went wedding dress shopping um the experience was really fun it bonded us i loved having their advice Uh, Later I was looking by myself And having trouble finding What would be appropriate i had never been a plural wife before So I was a little nervous About what to wear Cody called right then And offered to help me And I said yes So and then she reveals Later on the show Cody tells everybody That he picked out the dress She didn't mean any harm At all She was mad at Cody For blurting it out Yeah the show And that really And the person that was Most upset Was um, Christine Christine, Really You know Very hurt She was very, very hurt by that. So now we get to the honeymoon. The 11-day honeymoon (laughs) in San Diego. She says 10 days on this, but um, she says that, however, the honeymoon was both necessary and special to me. I never asked Cody for a 10-day trip, but he must have had a sixth sense that it was something important to us. Since we believe in remaining chaste before marriage, the honeymoon ushers in a new part of our relationship. (laughs) <laughs> so we had to wait nine months to bone. Yes. So yes. God damn it. We are going to go born for 10 days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she writes, I understand now that my long honeymoon was somewhat hurtful to my sister wives who didn't have compar- comparable experiences. The other thing is I bet you anything TLC was paying for the oh, honeymoon. Of course. I made sure code. They're still broke. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's not forget just because they're on this show and. Feels yeah paying for stuff they're still broke I made sure Cody called all of them several times during our 10 days away but not all of my sister wives took his calls oh I found out later that when we returned home how upset some of my sister wives were that Cody took a longer honeymoon with me than with them I remember Christine talking to me and saying if you needed that long just tell me I need to know you needed it I told her I needed it but I didn't know how much until I was on the honeymoon with Cody um she said when you have been married and divorced you have you can have the past come back to haunt you in the worst times I didn't understand that um so anyway when she got back from everyone was a little icy mm-hmm. and the other thing is she alludes to this and I didn't mention it was that uh things with Mary were getting icy too again because of the courtship though because she Mary felt je- jealous of Cody and Robin's courtship but they were real buddy-buddy at the wedding. Yeah. So I didn't quite understand. That. I think that I think they're... Well, they were being filmed. They were yeah. conscious of that. They were trying to put on a show. Oh, here we go. There's, this is it. Um, she talks about Mary. She wasn't... Mary and I had started out with a really great relationship. She wasn't looking for a sister wife. She was looking for a best friend. Mm. I was overjoyed. Um, as the courtship progressed, Mary's... And my relationship struggled, but I thought that once Cody and I were married, that it would get better again. I knew Christine and Janelle were struggling, too. But again, I thought it would all be better once I was part of the family. Um, But apparently not, because you went on a (laughs) 10-day iPhone and then they stopped talking to you. And then Robin says this. After all, if they truly hadn't wanted Cody to marry again, it would have been simple for them to forbid it. And here's my question. Could they object? Yeah. I mean, what, I never once saw that... Because that, I get the sense that Christine was saying, no, 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 I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want yeah. this. Right? I think so. I mean, I, was that before or after the wedding? This is after. She's talking right, about... Because I, I can remember like seeing Christine in these confessionals uh, on the show talking about how, you know... She felt like he was abandoning the family and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that's why I, she sort of throws it back in, saying, "Well, why?" I mean, I think essentially the interpretation is, I don't understand why these women are upset if they if they didn't, didn't want, want me. me yeah. Why didn't they forbid it? I don't, I I don't think you're Yeah, I don't think Cody asked them. No, I, I think, think he and he, Mary told. Them. I think that he told them, and he claims that you know they were so overjoyed by it. Yeah. So Robin was very upset because her sister wives were cold and standoffish. She expected openness and acceptance, and she found walls. Mm. Um, and then this is interesting with her and Mary. So Mary, whom she once had a wonderful friendship with, she felt that anything bad going on between Cody and her was somehow my fault. Meaning, if Mary and Cody were having problems, it was Robin's fault, and you can and she's blaming Robin for mm. it. And that's what started to happen. Um, let's see you know and she just talks about integrating herself into the family that it's hard that, that you know she's the new kid on the block all the time she's coming in that, that um, while they might be jealous of my relationship with Cody I don't think they realize how often I'm confronted with the fact that they all share a history that I will never be a part of they have a culture within their family that was long established before I came in they have stories jokes struggles and triumphs that are simply off limits to me Sometimes it can be hurtful to know that although I'm married to Cody just as they are, I will never be as deeply entrenched in the family's history. I will always be the new kid on the block. So she talks about trying to integrate herself with the sister wives, blending of the families, uh, how life is going. Um, Oh, and then she, she does point out, at first, the older kids and some of my sister wives thought I was babying my kids. And I had to explain that I was just looking out for them, all of them, not just my own biological children. I had to explain to them that I was raised, I raised my kids to be more emotionally sensitive to one another and to be comfortable expressing their problems and concerns. It's not a sign of weakness, I explained, to address your issues head on. So then she says after Cody and I got married, Mary and I decided to see the counselor together. You know, we both wanted to get our relationship in a better place and, um, you know, she loved very Mary very much. Uh, she wanted to be back with that woman that she met on her cousin's lawn. She felt this connection. Um, and I guess they, things got better. They started working on things and life got better. So the rest of the chapter is basically just all unicorn and rainbows of like, oh, it's so great to be this and together. And yeah. Christmas time, we're doing things and we're just such a wonderful, happy she's family. Still, still new here. Yeah, she's still, you know, she's... she's uh, her eyebrows have not <laughs> taken on a life of their own at this point in our journey. Still innocent. Oh, boy. That was just part two of sorority. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right. But you have some, because you've been doing some research. Well, I think this, we've gone for like over an hour. Maybe we should save this for another time. Or another section time. of the book. Okay. Yeah, when we... um. So when we do the third section of the book, if we have time, I'll, I, we can you'll get, get into the other stuff, my financial research. Oh, good. Okay. Well, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today. If you love this podcast and you're enjoying it, please, subs- we haven't been saying subscribe. <laughs> right. Hit the subscribe button. Tell a friend. Tell two friends. Give us a review um, on Apple Podcasts. Uh, write something very nice. And I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see you next time, everybody. All right. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.